Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Welcome to Inside Sources on a Friday. It's always a good chance to step back and look at some of the big news items of the week and maybe think again about what we think we know or what we think we believe. And we want to do that in a little different way. We're not going to dive it directly into the news of the day right off the top. We're going to think again about thinking again, and we're going to step back uh, at some of the things that kept me curious and some things that I learned this week. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. One of the great things about doing this every day with all of you is I get to learn from extraordinary people, amazing voices, great thinkers, great writers, great analysts. And I always come away having learned something new. And we did a lot of learning this week, at least in the space between my two ears. And so I want to go back to some of the things that really stood out to me this week and hopefully some things that will give you something to think again about uh, as you roll into your weekend. And I actually want to start with the the life and legacy of Alexei Navalny. Of course, uh, his tragic death last weekend uh, has sparked uh, conversations around the world as uh, Vladimir Putin's brutal regime uh, continues on here, taking out uh, the life of a rival Uh, and a voice that was exposing a lot of the corruption inside of the Kremlin. And the amazing thing to me in looking at Navalny's life was he understood what he was fighting for, uh, not just who he was fighting against. Uh, You'll remember that after surviving a a poison attempt, uh, that he was getting ready to go back into Russia. And during an interview on CNN in 2020, uh, with Christiana Amanpour, who was asked uh, about the poisoning attempt and what his motivation would be and what he would expect going back into Russia. Well, well, I don't uh, think that I uh, can have a, such a privilege being safe in Russia, but uh, I have to go back because I don't want these, uh, you know, groups of killer exist in Russia. I don't want Putin uh, be ruling of Russia. I don't want him being president. I don't want him being czar of Russia because, well, he's killing people. He's the reason why our the whole country is degrading. He's the reason why people are so poor. We have 25 million people living below the poverty line. And the whole degradation of system, uh, fortunately for me, including system of assassination of people, uh, he's the reason of that. And uh, I want to go back and try to change it. I have to go back. I have to go back and try to change it. That was the courage of Alexei Navalny. And ultimately, it did cost him his life. I thought it was interesting that uh, during an award-winning documentary on his life, Alexei was asked what his message would be to the people of Russia, if Vladimir Putin and the Kremlin did take his life, what would he say then? My message for the uh, situation when I'm killed is very simple. Not give up. Don't give up was really the message. Uh, He also had a written statement that was to be issued after uh, he fully expected he would be killed at some point. Uh, and I think in, in a very illuminating way, he said, if they kill me, know that that means that we are strong and that they are afraid. 
of how much power we actually have. And an important message to the people inside of Russia, I think we could apply that into so many different places, whether that's politically here in the U.S. or in our own neighborhoods. Uh, So often we sit back or we cower in the corner. We're not willing to lean into some of those conversations because we are afraid. Uh, And sometimes we get attacked by uh, people because they are afraid. Uh, And I think right now uh, here in the United States, both political parties are afraid and what they are afraid of is that the vast majority of the American people that fall somewhere from political left to political right in their belief and ideology are actually the majority of the country. And they don't want them to realize that they are the majority of the country. They want to think that this far left and far right shouting matches and weaponization of words and all of the political rancor and chaos, uh, there's nothing they can do about it. But that's what they want. And just as Alexei Navalny pointed out to his own people in Russia, that if they're coming after you, it is because you are powerful and you have power and you can change the course of the future. One of the other really illuminating conversations from this week and one of those surprising ones. I always love it when I get those surprising looks behind the scene. Uh, It's something we try to do every day here on Inside Sources uh, to give you some perspective. It's easy to turn people into caricatures of a, of a political party or a religious group or a minority group or uh, the opposition uh, football team, <laughs> whatever it may be. Uh, we often reduce people to those caricatures. Uh, Donna Brazil has been on the national stage for a long time, a leading Democrat. She was a Democratic National Committee woman. Of course, she ran Al Gore's presidential campaign uh, against George W. Bush in 2000. Uh, she spoke at this uh, event that we covered yesterday that took place at the National Cathedral. Of course, Governor Cox was involved with that, as well as Governor Moore, a Democrat from Maryland. Uh, but Donna Brazil shared an experience in the aftermath of Hurricane Katrina in her home state of Louisiana. And even though she was this big time uh, for so many years, the, the face of the Democratic Party uh, and really a strategic thinker in the Democratic Party, Uh, that suddenly she developed a connection with George W. Bush. And so I want you to listen to this. This is just so worth coming back to. Uh, I've actually played this over several times myself, and I just chuckle at all the nuanced pieces of think-again moments. When you think you know somebody, everything really changes. Take a listen. And so I found myself in a position where I knew people in the Bush administration, And rather than go on national TV and offer criticisms, I went on national TV and I basically said, Mr. President, how can I help you? And I had no idea that for over three years I would sit in Bush White House more than I had ever sat in Bill Clinton's White House. I was a kid who could go to President Bush and say, we need to fix the levees and rebuild the schools and bring people back home. And to this day, he's, he calls me one of the most expensive dates that ever came through the White House. <laughs> and I call him my president. On the 10th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina, I flew down to Louisiana on Air Force One. President Obama said, are you coming with me? I said, yes, sir. I'm going to start the morning off with you in the Ninth Ward in downtown. And then I'm going to welcome President and Mrs. Bush to my hometown. And they came. Nobody booed. We played the music. The president did his best dance. (laughs) And I look forward, if God allows me, 
during the 20th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina next year to bring both my presidents back home because we've made a lot of progress. Uh, to me, that is both inspired and inspiring from Donna Brazil. Uh, her relationship that she developed with uh, then President George W. Bush uh, and President Barack Obama, and she calls both of them her president. That's worth thinking again about and something we all ought to be thinking about, especially as we roll through 2024. We'll be right back. Think again on Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. 